0: That's B-O-D-I dot com.
1: Hi, I'm Vanessa. And I'm Abby. And you're listening to Real Moms of Bravo, a weekly Bravo podcast where we recap your favorite Bravo shows in 30-ish minutes or less. And man, Abby, we have got a lot of shows that we're watching right now.
2: (laughs) Uh, Vanessa and I were texting. I'm like, I am so thankful for quarantine, only for the fact, I mean, I'm missing socialization. Don't take that the wrong way. I'm just thankful that I otherwise I wouldn't be able to have time to watch all these Bravo shows. I'm watching a lot during the day while kids are napping and I can't keep up right now. I don't know if anybody else out there is like, There's so
1: much. There's so much. And it's, I mean, it's all good stuff. We have the Beverly Hills premiere that we'll get into Atlanta finale, which we won't get into tonight. We actually are going to have a special bonus episode this week with a surprise guest that we'll share um, once that episode is released, but we're going to go over the Atlanta finale there So programming notes, no Atlanta for tonight, but we can just dive right into family karma.
2: Okay. You and I have this exact same feelings on this. I was looking at your notes as I was watching the episode and I couldn't get into it. I was so bored watching this episode. I don't know why. I just, I just, the whole thing felt fake and forced and I've never felt
1: that watching family karma. So disappointed it was it was really boring and come to think of it I feel like we're we maybe have one more episode left and at first I was like why aren't there so many more episodes and maybe because they're now we're now stretching the drama a little bit but I feel like the entire episode wasn't at this event pretty much And and
2: it just it feels like we're reaching here and I know you made a comment about this too like okay, so Anisha and Monica aren't friends. So what? There's like six or seven other people on the show. Like, is it really that big of a deal that they don't get along?
1: I, yeah, I don't get it. It makes me wonder, and I have this noted as 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 I was watching, but it makes me wonder if there's more behind the scenes drama with Monica and Anisha. Monica, to me, in terms of reality TV star, is the type of person from my <laughs> my two cents that probably is a little more shady off camera, <laughs> if that makes more sense. She's calculated,
2: so, I think. A yeah. little
1: bit. But yeah. on camera, she puts on this, you know, facade and Anisha kept calling her perfect. But it makes me wonder if there's a little bit more there and why Anisha's so upset because she kept going there and going there. And I'm kind of like, okay, Anisha, to a viewer, you can seem like you're reaching, but I'm trying to understand you, girl. And is this girl being shady behind cameras and you're not, <laughs> you don't want to call her out?
2: And we're, I don't think we're going to get a reunion given everything going on. So I'm like, I do not will we ever get to the bottom of this? And now I'm starting to wonder, will this get a season two? I hate to even like jump to that negativity, but started off strong. It was good. I, I just don't see, I don't see the engagement party being worthy of the finale unless we really have a lot of drama beyond shawl's dad forgetting the fiance's mom's name, which is bad, but not like a finale worthy bad.
1: A thousand percent. I I'm rooting for the show because I do think there's goodness there. I just think I don't know to keep us interested, and I don't want to throw in fake stuff. We don't need to go the housewives route. I just feel like something's got to something's got to change a little bit. We need some spice. You know what? We need Anisha to start dating. That's what we need. <laughs> yes, we do. We need a to start dating. I don't want Vishal on there. Um, I could I do kind without of the same him. With Amrit too.
2: I thought I was going to love Amrit. Cause I'm like, Oh, this culture typically is known for being very traditional judgmental. They all talk about like their reputations and the importance of their image is so important. And so like stressed upon them in their community. I was like, Oh wow. Like him being gay, this is gonna be groundbreaking and huge. And I'm not trying to take away from any of that. It just, I feel like he's not sharing his whole self uh on the reality show and it it, he's not coming through to me as like somebody I'm obsessed with and I thought I would be.
1: No. I mean even give Brian a dating show. I'd watch that Anisha and Brian dating. Brian's hot guys. (laughs) He is so hot. That smile, like every time he
2: smiles, I'm like, yeah. Like I think he if I saw him in person, I don't know who would leave me more blushed. Brian or Craig. And I'm gonna I was gonna say Frank Frank Jr. Oh, well, Frank Jr. I would just drool, oh <laughs> But like, I would try to form words with Brian. And I think I would just look like a silly little schoolgirl.
1: You'd probably be as goofy as he was on that date. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> maybe we are like, I was gonna say maybe we would be soulmates, but I am
2: married. So I'm not like searching for that. But it's good mm-hmm. to know I might have an option on Brian.
1: Yeah, you might definitely have an option with him. <laughs> I guess now. we'll see how it ends and we'll see what happened. We want to be optimistic for family karma, but. Meh. Yeah. Meh. Moving on. Shaw's another great episode. I'm like loving this season. It's a really good season. And I think, and you and I talk about this all the freaking time because we're watching so many different Bravo shows, but the casts that are willing to be real and laid out there, those are usually the better seasons. Absolutely. Like and particularly with Shaw's, I think
2: I almost, I cannot believe I'm going to say this. I almost think Reza and MJ being in the position they were at in at the beginning of the season, forced some of the other castmates to step up and be more vocal and take on a bigger role. And it's like, I don't know. I just feel like now I'm watching this like amazing ensemble cast that's all carrying each other. Mike, Destiny, Golnessa. I just feel like all of them, even Nima, like I think they all have things that they're discussing and bringing up and making every episode worth watching
1: yes and Nima, I mean we might as well just go there I like my heart was kind of breaking for him in the sense that he just seems so angry understandably so but his anger to me seems like he's not ready to hear anything but him like he just seems so angry that he's not ready to hear any other opinions or thoughts
2: I was, it was kind of real, heartbreaking
1: to watch.
2: Yeah, I was really happy, though, that he was in therapy and talking about it, because that's oh, like the yes. one thing when you see people struggling with something such as I, mean, I don't even want to describe it as his parents divorce, because it's so much more than that. I mean, they were living in different parts of the country and uh, different countries at one point. I mean, this is like deep, I think, feeling almost like abandoned as a child. And I'm just very glad that he's speaking with somebody. We're very big on mental health. And I just think it was a good role model out there to say, like, if you're having a hard time with something, there are professionals out there to help you. But I agree, he's not ready to heal. And I kept wondering why, because his mom said it was so painful to write that letter and you pushed me and you wanted me to write it. I feel like if you're going to really put that on your mom and you're not in a place where you're ready to read it, why did you push her so hard for her to relive it? Because maybe she wasn't emotionally
1: ready either. I feel like he... And this, like, I feel like would come with time with therapy, but I think he needs to realize his parents aren't all, aren't ever potentially ever, ever going to give him the apology or the answers he's, he's wanting to hear. Yeah. You know, like, I think it's, and that would be a really hard thing to come to terms with that his parents are who they are and they're not perfect, clearly. And they've made major mistakes and have impacted his life in a huge way. But I don't know that they'll ever say the things that he wants them to say.
2: And I want him to find a way where he doesn't let that dictate who he becomes and who he is. Like, I, I get that it's going to change you, but the fact that he said that makes him not want to be married and maybe not want to ever have kids, I, it just makes me sad because had that not happened, would, was a family something he wanted up until really realizing all that he went through? And if that's the case, like, I just hope he can work through it. And because I would hate to think one day he's 75 alone and wishing he would have had a different life.
1: I mean, he'll have his white teeth, though. They are so white. They're too white. <laughs> are they whiter than Dr. Appa from New York, which we'll talk about later? Are shortly. they whiter
2: than the guy who's trying to pawn off his house, Ramona's friend? Yeah. Uh, what is What was his name? Dr. Appa. No, that's not Dr. Appa. Oh. Well, Dr. Whatever. Appa's the dentist who does everyone's veneers. Um, Bravo. Oh,
1: just kidding. Well, whoever that but, guy is.
2: Yeah. Dr. Appa has very white teeth, though, too. Uh, but yeah, whoever that guy is, I forgot his name. Also, I feel like we needed like, there were some heavy moments here beyond Nima. Adam, he is n- not so innocent to steal the words from the great Britney Spears. I mean, he admitted that there might have been some naked Jenga and that he might have sent inappropriate text messages and then jumps to, and Mercedes is never allowed in our house. I'm like, uh, if I'm Rez, I'm like guilty,
1: guilty, guilty. It just felt really hypocritical. It was just very, like, hypocritical to me. One, who jokes about naked Jenga? Like, you got caught. Who then says, like, oh, I was just joking about getting naked. Like, that's the weirdest fucking thing. And secondly, I-, I mean, I feel like if he wasn't guilty, I don't know. I feel like he doesn't want her ever to come because he's guilty in what he did. Like, it just, I'm just not, Adam, you're not really adding up here. And I'm surprised Raza, unless he's not showing it on camera, isn't calling his ass out more.
2: I think Adam saw a very easy life in Reza. Reza's very successful. He has a lot of nice things. I think Adam wanted that lifestyle. Also knew that a personality like Reza was going to need somebody. I don't want to say meek, but somebody a little quiet. And he thought that that would be perfect for him, that they would have kids and that Adam could take care of them. And he'd have this like just perfect little like stepford wife life. And that's I, turning out not to be the case. I think Reza does a lot of things on his own. Adam feels isolated. So now he's, I think, looking for attention outside of the marriage. Uh,
1: yeah, I don't, I don't know. I'm curious to see what happens. And I never would want someone's marriage to end. Like we are good hearted people at the end of the day, entertainment or not. But I just find it hard. It's hard for me to imagine these two together five years from now. Yeah. I just want people to be happy
2: most importantly, but I agree. Like I'm cheering for a marriage to work. Absolutely. I just don't see how these two could be happy and fulfilled with each other. And Adam pushes kids. He hasn't yet this season, but every other season he's really pushed the whole wanting kids and starting a family. And I mean, you guys have a lot of stuff you need to work through before you even think about expanding your family right now.
1: Oh yeah. One moment that I did really, again, heartfelt, Real moment that I've really enjoyed in this episode is when the girls have their girls' night out. MJ yes. and Gulnessa have a moment, and MJ felt very, very genuine to me in her apology in the fact that Gigi experienced a miscarriage and and um I forgot the term of what the type of miscarriage she had fallopian
2: tubes removed. Yeah, right? that surgery.
1: she expressed yeah. a lot of like. To me, I felt like the mom and MJ because I, I. To me, her saying that, I could feel it in her eyes and like, and it's, it's not saying you don't know, you can't empathize if you're not a mom, but when you are a mother, it's really easy to put yourself in that someone's shoes and just, in, like, immediately feel their pain. And I could feel that with MJ, and it just felt very, very sincere.
2: I agree, and I think that her apology with apology,
1: apology
2: with <laughs> apology, <laughs> apology, like totally. Her apology with Reza also felt very sincere and okay. Maybe it's because I've been in, so we go through phases at home and quarantine life. It was a lot of frozen two, Then it was cocoa. Then it was back to frozen one. And we've been in a solid Moana phase for like the last week and a half. <laughs> and so when Mercedes and Reza had to do their forehead nose thing, I'm like, Oh, that is what Moana did to Te Fiti when she gave her back the heart of Te Fiti. So think it's really sweet I don't know I've started doing that with my boys now so I thought that was really sweet and endearing
1: but I wow Disney fact and I've seen Moana several times but I told it you're right I forgot about that
2: yeah that like when like at the very end that's like their little thing so uh, I don't know I just thought it was sweet I was like oh that's part of Hawaiian culture I just thought it was like a endearing Moana moment but (laughs) I because at first I'm like why is MJ going on this trip this isn't going to end well this is just going to be people screaming and yelling at other, which we are going to get some of that next week. Don't worry, guys. It's not just going to be a kumbaya trip. But I like that we started it with a little bit of peace, reconciliation, and moving forward with a lot of the friendships.
1: Yeah, but can we also side note with the trip, like how forced and scripted that kind of was, the Hawaii trip. Like my being yeah. like, hey, I'm going to take my Lady Gaga, my my person <laughs> Lady Gaga girlfriend to Hawaii, but also invite everybody like, no like no one in their right mind would do that (laughs) if kevin was like
2: i'm gonna i'm gonna plan this amazing trip for your birthday i'm like oh my god it'd be so and then i'm gonna bring all of my friends that you don't even know that well i'd be like this (laughs) doesn't seem like it's so much a gift for me like i if i were pauline i'd be questioning should she be thankful like yeah it's a trip to hawaii but I, I, i doubt any of these people that she just met in the last four or five months are that close to her
1: Oh, no, not at all. You can kind of see it in their interactions. I mean, that girl's night, it all felt forced. Like, to me, this episode, I will say, as real as a lot of these moments was, I feel like her role in it felt very fake. Like, yeah. we're trying to make her feel like, part of the cast. Yeah. She's like, you know, you're hosting this girl's night before Hawaii. Like, it just felt a little fake.
2: Yeah, I think production was like, hey, we need you to do this so that it makes sense that you're going to be going to Hawaii, even though it is your birthday. Yeah, I, I, exactly. I think next week... We're gonna uh maybe see a different side of Paulina. And I'm excited. I wanna know more about her because after yeah, being I'm so invested. By her. Yeah, we were also invested with Mike and Jessica, even though we knew like Jessica, don't do it. Like I was like practically shaking my TV. But we were all pretty invested in that relationship. Uh so I feel like whenever Mike starts to fall in love, it's like, okay, I need to know more about this girl so I can help her before she makes a big mistake. Oh yeah. But yes. uh, yeah, so next week looks exciting. This week on Roni, like strong Bravo week all around. Roni. Was Very
1: a- strong. I almost feel like we should make that a drinking game of how often we say that. <laughs> but yeah. You know
2: what, though? There was a period of time where it felt like like Jersey was falling it, like the reunion fell short uh what else Yeah, that's true oh see, so I mean that we have we are critical at times and if you want to hear me be the most <laughs> negative person in the world just go back a few months and listen to my to all the boys I love before sequel um <laughs> podcast with Lucy I felt like we tore into that one really
1: good so it's not guys, always a you guys did I was like ah, whatever I love it <laughs> You
2: guys I were, like, it. And we're like, it was terrible. Exhibit A, B, C, D, E. And then like by the time we got to exhibit M, like, But by the way, we did enjoy it overall. <laughs> overall. Uh, <laughs> it
1: was still all right. But overall, Brony was yes. so good this weekend. I've heard actually some mixed reviews from fans. Some people are like, I'm over it. I'm here always here for a drunken, especially a drunken Sonia Morgan. But when the ladies get drunk, I enjoy it so much. It's especially in quarantine, it is such a I'm going to butcher this as a breath of fresh, fresh air, Bre- yes. fresh. Air? You said it yes. Breath. Yeah. Breath of fresh air that you did. Yeah, that that's right. <laughs> I said it right. Yay. It is just fun in quarantine. It's like fun to see people act dumb and stupid and it's me being pregnant, especially since I can't act dumb and stupid. I like enjoy watching other people do it.
2: <laughs> well, and Sonia gave us a performance people like if nothing else. Go back to watch Miss Sonia Morgan star and drunk Sonia better than she's ever been. I mean, first of all, they're at this winery and she is rambling on and on and on about her entire life. I don't even remember what the question was that she was supposed to answer. It was just like, and the production did a great job of editing because it just kept going and going and going. And then we find out that Ramona, like, you know, is bragging about this guy's house that we're going to, and it's a $39 million house and they get there and it's an open house. He's trying to freaking sell the thing.
1: Yeah. Which is hilarious. And I loved, I loved, love, love. There's so many good Sonia moments, but especially when she orders a drink and wants Jen and she's like, you don't have Jen in a $39 million house. Like, like who that was the balls to say that? But I'm like, you're right, Sonia. You don't have fucking Jen in this house. And like give the woman Jen. Yeah. And Jen
2: is like, I know they said it was it quite, it wasn't quite yet summer or was, it was like cool. It was like in the fall or I don't remember like what time of year it was. But to me is like a drink that you have a lot of. It's like a things-
1: staple if you have a liquor cabinet. I feel like you yeah. have that in there.
2: And particularly in like a in an area that's more like beachy, summery. I would think like I, I love a good gin drink, people. But I also loved so Sonia calling Ramona out and then Tinsley throwing shade in the interview and basically saying that, you know, Ramona is trying to live the life that Sonia used to, and Sonia sees how ridiculous it is.
1: Oh, a thousand percent. And Sonia gives zero fuck. She's like, I've been around hoity toity people. Like, I don't care. Like, I'm going to act like who I am. And I could see, and granted, she was a little drunk. So I'm sure this probably rubbed her the wrong way, clearly to act out more. But I'm sure as a friend that you'd be like a little offended if someone, you know, starts to act different and you see that and you're like, wait, why are you acting weird? And and you way glad she's she introducing
2: people too. this is our new friend, Leah. Like, Sonya's like, it's our friend, Leah. Like, I just love the way she was
1: so. And she's rough around the edges yeah. with everything <laughs> she said about her. I was like, oh my God, Sonia had zero filter. But I also think that's also what happens when you get older. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't know yeah. how old ladies Sonia Morgan is, but I feel like as people get older and into their late filters 50s and being generous, 60s, filters start to fly out the window. Like, people just don't give a fuck.
2: Is that why she yelled, I don't shave my pussy? Oh, my God. That's so insane. I wouldn't name it so bad. But then I'm like, oh, like my mother-in-law follows us. like. But there are so many quarantine memes around I don't shave my pussy. I
1: feel like we should just do it. She said just, it. <laughs> just do she did it. say it. She, I mean. She says blame it on me. Say, I made it. Say, <laughs> okay. I can't be responsible for that. And anybody's <laughs>
2: listening and, like, knows my mother-in-law, I'll be like, that Vanessa is the vulgar one of the two. <laughs> yes, exactly.
1: Just say I blame it really it appreciate it, so. it, yeah. I'll which take one for the team. Anybody
2: listening knows my mother-in-law, if you do DM me, because that would just, like, make my day, that the world is that small.
1: Uh, I but also have a, oh, go ahead. No, I was going to say, after that, I don't shave my pussy outbursts in that – oh, side note, that Dorinda said that you can't tour a house because Dorinda's above that shit, which I found, like – comical yeah. i think that's totally appropriate especially with someone well one that was an open house especially in an open house situation but i don't think it's that weird i think if you have a house like that if
2: you have a 39 million dollar home and you are having a party and you have a bowling alley like you intend for everybody to see all the parts of your house i don't think it's that odd and if you're at, um, like for a friend and her friends yeah you're going to show them your house Whether you're selling it or not.
1: The only friends I'll ask a tour for are like my close friends. Like if you, like when you got at your house, for instance, like when it was new, of course I'm going to ask a tour because I want to see it. But if I went to a friend of yours or someone else I don't know really well, I'm not going to ask for a tour, but I would only do it with people that
2: I have a relationship with. I ask a lot of people to like sneak around and give me tours of homes of people like I know of, I don't know that well, and I'll probably never go in their home. I just, I love seeing the insides of people's houses. Like if somebody sent me a video of the inside of their house and I didn't even know them. I would be thrilled. I just like seeing how people decorate what they do. So I like to go around if it's low class and low rent. Sorry, Dorinda. I guess that's who I am. But I, (laughs) but Sonia just kept going. I love this. Like just her constantly, like just being Sonia flirting, throwing herself. She was like talking to this one guy, which by the way, so she was trying to sleep with this man. And Luann was quick to be like, he's married. He has a baby. He said something to her. She said something to him. And then she yelled at him. And he turned around and went back and said, you're beautiful. I think he was going to cheat on his wife. He will go back and watch it. <laughs>
1: then he saw the cameras. Then he yeah, saw the cameras like,
2: again. But like, <laughs> I will get a screenshot of it. He said, you're beautiful. And he fully intended to go back and talk to her. And then when uh, Luanne was like, uh, he has a baby. I was like, uh, what? If I'm his wife, I am livid right now. Oh because
1: yeah, why are you at this party? I would be like you take the baby and let me get <laughs> yeah. out and be sonia level drunk. Yeah. Uh oh, it was it was just so good. It was and then the freaking to be continued, which I know you're normally not a fan, this to me was like, oh, it was like a appetizer. I'm so freaking excited that, for this week to along. Of a long course day. I
2: hate the T B C. If you guys have been following, I I just don't get a point of to be continued when you air something every single week. Like, isn't it all continuing? Like are you going to make me wait a month? Like this isn't sweeps and this isn't
1: like, you know, a finale, but. Dear Bravo. (laughs) Why? That should have been a question at BravoCon. If they do a
2: BravoCon, which I don't even want to think about it because I know they're probably not, but in my head, we're going to BravoCon again this year. I think I am going to ask Andy, like why does production feel the need to do a, to be continued episode for every season? Uh, But I can't wait to see how the vibrator ended up in the chicken dish.
1: Oh, it was hilarious like in this and that entire Kyle saw that preview with me and he goes, You have to watch that with me. He's <laughs> like, You can't you need to do Don't you want to on me see that. with this one, Vanessa? <laughs> He's like, Don't bravo. He's like, I actually want to watch that episode, so you have to watch with me. But it was I'm like, uh, oh, I want to be that level drunk post quarantine. Like I want to be post baby Sonya. I wanna be like naked. I wanna just I think though Vanessa really this should be post
2: baby, not post quarantine. Unless you think it's all the same. Well, yes.
1: Yeah. I'm thinking post baby would hopefully be maybe post quarantine or like a small group. Uh, Who knows? I think we need to plan
2: a trip. I know we said we're going to do one while you're pregnant because we really want to go out to California and visit all of our favorite people out there. But I think we need to plan another trip after you have the baby. Because Okay. But I know just said, I'm thinking it's going to happen. Realistically, BravoCon's not happening. People like they're not after everything that's gone on, going to throw an event together and put thousands of people together during the like, what is typically cold and flu season, I think we need to go on a trip and just get hammered. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yes. And
1: I, I think mean, I'll encourage
2: you, you to get drunk. You will totally end up peeing in public somewhere.
1: I haven't done that in a while. It's been a minute it's since time. I've done it's that. It's time. Actually. It's time for Vanessa to pee in public, It's time people. to, bring, it's to it time. bring it back. Bring it back. I'm in my mid-30s. Oh, my God. I Don't say that. Just bring it back. Come on, Bring Vanessa. it peeing in public, I know. Excuse me. Uh, right. Oh, that was fun. I can't, I'm already excited. You're like I can't wait Ready to get to drunk
2: it. and pee outside. I'm going to mark my territory. It's pretty freeing everywhere. to pee outside. I mean, I know you can pee outside in your backyard right now, but to be so drunk with other people that you have to pee outside, I can't wait to and give a yeah.
1: fucks it's it is pretty liberating
2: not to go too far off topic i'm starting to feel like we will be quarantined for so long the re-entry out into the world like no one's gonna know how to socialize we'll be in large groups like oh what do we do like can i talk to you do i hug you like it's gonna
1: be really weird like i'm not gonna know how to behave it is gonna be weird it's gonna be very, exactly. very strange I, I mean things are already weird now and i'm a hugger like, like, what even am when I gonna you go do? out in public people are gonna hate just have me. to it's
2: like instinctive for me to hug
1: I saw someone, I went walking yesterday and I saw this girl was skateboarding and she was about to run into this couple and she was social distancing. She was getting too close for them, but there wasn't, There's too many people behind it. She didn't like just get off the skateboard, which would be the obvious thing to do. She kept going and the couple wasn't walking fast enough and she ended up touching them and I was like, (gasps) I was like, oh my God, this stranger touched you. Like what? Which is so fucking weird, but hopefully... We'll get back to some, I feel like there's going to be a new normal. I don't know that we'll, you know, I just hate that though. I think there'll be some things to change. I know. I agree with that. You know what else random thought I had while watching Beverly
2: Hills, anybody out there and I'm going to do a side-by-side. Did anybody else out there get Christina Aguilera dirty vibes from Erica Jane's like black hair extensions, just the whole like chaps leather look that she had for her New York fashion week performance. I just like the second I saw them, I'm like oh my gosh, Christina Aguilera, Dirty
1: 2.0, and it makes sense because you know Christina Aguilera has, Erica Jane has performed at Christina Aguilera's birthday party. What? Like I think two of them. Yeah. Okay, I could see them being best. Like, and she also did the lip sync battle. Um, she did a I don't know what performance Erica did. I can't remember. I don't know if it was Genie in the Bottle, but Christina Aguilera like appeared. Uh, they're like friends. I God. Okay. So that makes sense. Give those two a reality show as best friends and just start
2: lives together. I would watch.
1: Erica, though, like Beverly Hills, you guys, I'm going to give you a little clap because who knows how the rest of the season will go. But this yes. premiere fucking started off with a bang and Erica and the dirty vibes and the shakers, her go-go dancing, aka stripping, stripping without taking off your clothes I was here for it. I enjoy this Eric. I enjoy Erica when she's like real like that. Same. And that I also
2: loved too that Denise was like, what's the point in going to this place if they're not going to get naked? I, like Denise always keeps it real. I know this is going to be a rough season for Denise. I might change my mind, but as of now, I still love her. Did you notice
1: that Denise glammed herself up a little bit in the appearances with the women I think she I mean I think this
2: happens a lot on the second season I think women kind of get sick of being like not told they're ugly but just like oh like you know they're just keeping it real they're not you know fancy and dressy as the others Teddy Mellencamp was like that her first season too
1: yeah I mean it's like the house okay what are your takes on Garcelle and Sutton
2: So I feel like I have a skewed view of Sutton because apparently there was supposed to be a lot more footage of her just throughout the season. And because of her ex-husband not willing to sign a contract uh, that would allow Bravo to air the scenes with her children a majority of them were filled with filmed with her children. So I feel like we're not going to get to see that much of her. Uh, But I think she's a snobby little bitch. That's my first thought. Loved Garcelle. The second they announced she was going to be on there. I mean, Honestly, she could like just do something horrible this season and I will forever love her. I think she's amazing. She's a single mom of twins, like beautiful. I-, I-, I love Garcelle, but I could pass on Sutton in a heartbeat.
1: I loved Garcelle too. I've never seen Erica Jane take to someone as fast as she did with Garcelle. Like was I just, Garcelle so cool. like, wow. like, that <laughs>
2: is how you make an entrance. Like they are going to, I hope they are best friends. I hope they don't butt heads.
1: I've i hope so sutton i so i feel like i will change my mind i'll say first first opinion not a fan especially when she was dissing what the women were wearing it was like had her nose up her ass i'm like okay okay miss dolce and gabbana yeah. with no bra like or with no She a dolce bra, with she's no rich shirt. Yeah. the sheer. yeah but i was just kind of like okay okay like that's let's not make fun of Erica's great ass mind you like I wanted
2: to see more of the ass so shut up Sutton you're not speaking for America and don't make fun of Teddy's romper I know she didn't know she was pregnant but come on Teddy was pregnant trying to hide it you're gonna wear black everything and
1: yeah but the thing I think I will change my mind on Sutton if she's in on the joke if she goes a la Luanne de and like has her head up her ass and it lacks so much self-awareness I won't I won't care for her but if she's kind of like Pope plays into this character she's thinking herself or who she is didn't know
2: what to think of her (laughs) yeah in a different way different way but like I think at first people didn't know what to think of Erica Jane I don't think something's gonna play into it
1: though yeah yeah but we'll see and what was your take on the fashion show
2: oh Kyle I love you
1: (laughs) this is really hard I know. that's why I
2: you on the So I'm learning that question. I can't let the fact that like certain housewives are just unbelievably nice and gracious and warm to us. I, I can't let that be a bias for the way I review the show. Honey, you're not a fashion designer. Kyle, you are, it's your label and you're putting money into it and you're picking what you like and don't like, but you're not truly designing it. Like she, I mean, Dorit was right when she was calling out the fact that it was odd. Kyle didn't know what half of the stuff was that had arrived in New York.
1: I, w- yeah, I actually was like everything Dorit was saying. I was like, yeah, Dorit, I agree. She's like, you are kind of just sticking your name and sticking a name to it, but you haven't been fully invested in all the sketching and everything. So I, yeah, yeah. But it was, I mean, yeah. Just <laughs> yeah. I like it. You put me
2: on the hot seat and you just get to say, yeah.
1: I know, I know. I feel like, you know, sometimes, sometimes it's just if you don't have anything nice to say, no. don't say it. Yeah, that's why we have a podcast cuz we only have nice things to <laughs> <I know>. say. <laughs> You're right, right. But what I'm picking and choosing. I, I like. so. very political.
2: I like <laughs> it. I like it. it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Summerhouse yeah. though, and I Oh wait, we haven't talked about the last fucking 2 minutes. Oh my god. I feel like everybody's memed it and talked about it, that it just slipped through me. Okay, the last 2 minutes were like in December. Denise stopped filming with the women and then they do all this like blah 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 like all these things but then when they go so Denise are you ready to talk about it that face she gives I mean we've already memed it I will probably meme that face 10 more times in my lifetime at least
1: it was great it's what Beverly Hills fucking needed breaking the fourth wall show it to us when Denise said bravo bravo fucking bravo apparently that's like the code word to for the producers or editors to stop filming or they think, or Denise thought that they wouldn't use that footage and they turned against her, which is so good. And everything about it was, I think what the show really needs, I am a little hesitant and I'm all for hearing about a lesbian affair and drama between Denise and Brandy, but I don't know if I want 20 episodes of it. I know So it makes me wonder if there'll be anything. It's going to be still, it could still be like a puppy gate, but with that's my whole thing. Like, please don't let
2: this be the only thing we focus on this season. Like I, I I get, that's going to be a part of it. It's going to be a major part. She's not filming with them. So obviously it's going to get dramatic, but I hope there's some other things that happen along the way. Uh, I, and I like that. I think Bravo Across the board now is starting to break the fourth wall a little bit more, which is going to make it really challenging for these housewives, because the little tricks that we learned, such as saying bravo, 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 is usually something that means anything around that conversation gets cut out of filming. They're airing it now. Like this is going to be scary for some of these housewives. Absolutely. All right. But now Now summer house. I was just really (laughs) quick to jump the gun my goodness, this group switches their moods like on a dime. First, Hannah's mad at Paige and Amanda. Then she's mad at Lindsay. Then it's like all of them kind of yelling. And then it's like, I felt like they come back the next weekend or the next day. And it was like, oh my God, Lindsay has a boyfriend. Yeah, we love him. Wait, what? It was just crazy.
1: Yeah, it was. It is crazy. And I will say, Stephen, I hope the Hubs is still with him. He's a good guy. Oh he seems like a solid dude. I love how he just calms her down. Like she
2: was like so upset. And he was like, you have somebody that is always here for you and will listen to you. And she's like, okay, let's go out. And she just like went out with everybody and had thought. Yeah, but I think that's what that group needs. As much as we love the drama, like we'd like to see it resolved. And then them just all go out and get drunk together again. That's the whole point of the show.
1: Yes, absolutely. I mean, and that drama was like a little, I mean, it was kind of just, I felt a little immature watching it. I'm like, (laughs) okay, okay. You know what I I mean? It was just kind of like, I was like, okay. Some of these people are
2: in their mid thirties like us. Let's grow up a little.
1: Let's move on. Let's move on, people. But I think you're right. That's why three best friends don't always work. Yeah. So, I
2: mean, it was so Hannah starts talking to Paige and she's like, what's going on with Amanda? I feel like she's trying to pick a fight with me. And Paige then says, well, you do defend Luke, and it was like this weird dynamic, and I'm like, yep, this is why you cannot have three best friends. You can have four, you can have two, anything but three. Somebody's always left out, and it's always two against one.
1: And I feel like Paige is like the connector between the yes, two. Yes, it's never Paige. Against, like, I feel like they yeah. both like Paige more than each other. Like, I feel like Amanda and Hannah like each other, but I think they both like Paige more. Yeah,
2: I totally agree, and I don't think Jules is ever going to get into the mix and be before that they need to balance it out, but I think she's gonna hook up with uh Carl which is what I didn't understand so Carl was like pouring his heart out he's like have I brought a girl home I'm like no because nobody's coming home with you and two you asked a girl out on a date and they rejected, yeah, they rejected you me. and she rejected you me. asked a girl out right in front of Lindsay when you guys were still together so you're not gonna win a medal here for being like the wor- world's greatest guy after you break up but why was Jules sympathizing with him being like you don't deserve that one Jules, you know that he told you no one likes you. No one connects with you. And he wanted you kicked out of the house not that long ago.
1: I feel like is J- Jules just a hornball? Like, like I don't know. I don't understand. And she's good. Just own it, girl. And I mean, you're hot. Just own it. Just be like, hey, I want to fuck. Like, I mean, it looks like she does in the next episode, which I was like, oh, and my God, loud. Jules. She like, is a loud and girl. And she, she just, I feel like it just needs to get some, I guess. But I don't. That Carl, like really, but Carl. You know, I actually thought of Carl when watching Too Hot to Handle, <laughs> um, Netflix show. Again, I'm sidebarring hard, but I thought it was like he would be the perfect contestant for the show. <laughs> not because I think he's too hot, I just think it would be entertaining to watch Carl just be a douchebag up in front of other douchebags and not be able to have, to have sex. That would be, yeah, um, or else he'd lose his money. <laughs>
2: that would be really good. That actually, he would be great on that. It'd be entertaining to watch. Uh,
1: It'd be just because I would want it, like him to feel like an idiot and learn a lesson in life, I think. Ah,
2: uh, so I mean, it was a, <laughs> no, sorry, I'm, sorry, I'm trying Luke. to figure out, how, yeah, <laughs> Luke, I'm like, how do I transition this? So the preview for next week turns out, so Luke is refusing to bang Hannah. It's kind of weird. It, it's kind of reminding me of Jordan refusing to bang Jules. Like I was like, mm. but Jordan, we are pretty sure is gay. I don't get that vibe with Luke, but then he admits that he has like what first of all some of the stuff i know is so scripted but like when was the last time everybody had sex and then he just blurts out a week and a half ago
1: like what my the fuck breath. luke like we've been rooting for you like i've been like oh like i mean i've fallen into his sweet minnesota looks but what the actual fuck and you can't be like because i actually really like you like then you should just be the fuck boy that you are and you should have fucked hannah like, <laughs> right? Yeah. Like I don't get this whole like you're trying to be a gentleman, but then you're not being a gentleman. You're being really, really shady.
2: Yeah. I don't I don't get it either. But um I also can't believe we're gonna bring up Vanderpromp. The only reason why we're still talking about it, people, I mean, is because Stasi and Bo are, are getting engaged soon. And Bo asking Stasi's dad, it was really cute.
1: Yes, the pregnancy hormones, I was tearing up like way more than I should I was like borderline tears I was it was really sweet but the wedding that whole like thing about the prank like the bra oh, and the suitcase amazing. was so dumb and fucking weird yeah. the wedding like, listen, I was how like, old
2: are you why are you leaving your how one why is your bra so easily accessible out of your suitcase and why do you think it'd be funny to put it in someone's suitcase it's just that's and just it's works very for you. strange I mean, come on like if a man did that I know it's not possible but that's like sexual harassment just
1: saying i just thought it was like very hypocritical of her when she's telling max like don't yeah. date any one of my staff like don't hook up with and i don't that's not a british accent i don't know what's going on oh, but don't yeah. don't, yeah don't do that but hey schwartzy i'm gonna leave my bra for you to jack off into yes. later like oh, i don't God. know like it's weird i could have oh, i could have done like, without what? that image Vanessa. i know but the way he reacted made you seem he like he it was gonna it. go there like, smells a bra Like it was weird. Lisa probably washes her more than I do
2: this. I would never smell my bra.
1: (laughs) No, it was probably new bra. Let's be real. She probably didn't get it. She probably bought it. But the wedding was like fine. I thought it was, you know, you and I had a conversation whether or not it was real. Like the wedding was real. And I saw someone, I think it's Bravo Superfans, which is a great Bravo account, had posted a theory. Like they're like, I feel like the wedding line is a storyline just to connect back to Vegas. And that being a spinoff show with the waitress. I was like, huh, that sounds really interesting. But in doing some more investigating, turns out there is a marriage license that you could find for. San, uh, Schwartz from Vegas? Kane. Can you find it from their Tahoe wedding yeah. too or no? From okay, Vegas. So they did really get married. I don't know about Tahoe. Okay. but So it was legit. It was legit. But I don't know. And then the fugly ring that I sent you that article. I don't know. There's, ugh, I'm not going to waste my time on this.
2: <laughs> all right so with that I guess we'll just go right into our shout out of the week and <laughs> <laughs> did you have anything no, else you want to say not really
0: I'm i like so ready to be done
2: with me our pump I like once Stassi and Bo get engaged I probably will stop watching but our shout out of the week goes to the amazing Sarah Frazier and AJ from the hey Fraze podcast we had so much fun with Sarah on our podcast last week and then we were on our podcast today and it like Vanessa and I have been texting each other all day we were on a high from it and they are so professional and real. I'm like, this is what I want to be one day. Like their podcast is just so legit. The fact that we were on there and they were so nice and like gracious and welcoming. It was just like, I, pinch me. I cannot believe that happened today.
1: No, I can't either. Listen to their podcast. If you're not, it's something light. like if you don't need your crime to get you through your quarantine, you can have lighthearted, fun. AJ does great impersonations sarah's all into the pop culture like we are even though we're a bit more obviously bravo focused but she kind of covers it all so you should definitely check them out yes
2: i'm sure a majority of you are already f- if you are not be sure to subscribe uh, and listen to their podcast and that is the end of our show this week uh we went over by 10 minutes but hey quarantine life a lot of you message us saying you enjoy the sidebar conversation so we're just going to keep it going If you're enjoying it and want to hear our random thoughts on everything from who we have crushes on to Tom Schwartz jacking off in Lisa Vanderpump's bra. Thank you again, (laughs) Vanessa. Please be sure to follow us at (laughs) Real Mom Bravo. Subscribe to our podcast anywhere where you listen to podcasts. Give us a five-star review and we will be sure to shout you out not only on our Instagram, but we have been known to make you the shout out of the week when you give us a great review. And with that, we will catch you next week.